She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the Misdirected Mark Network. Find out more at misdirectedmark.com. Episode 123 is brought to you today by Darcy Ross and the podcast Sounds Like Crows. Listening to episode 123 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. Hello, I'm Andy, and on today's episode, my co-host Senda and I are being led through part-time God Second Edition by the wonderful Carol Darnell. Carol and this game are part of Third Eye Games, and it just kickstarted, but you can still buy it at ThirdEyeGames.net. Let's get rolling. Hey everyone, welcome to She's a Super Geek. I am Senda, and on today's episode, of course, we have Andy. Hello! And we have an extra special guest from Third Eye Games, Carol. Can you say hi? Hello! Carol's here to run us through a quick adventure in the second edition of Part-Time Gods. But really quickly, before we get into that, Carol, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and like where people can find cool things that you're doing? Oh, well, I should probably do some cool things. Um, no. (laughs) I'm the editing manager uh, at Third Eye Games, and I also do freelance editing and writing for other publishers. But I started out as a podcaster in 2005. I was with All Games Considered, which ran for 13 years, just about. (laughs) <laughs> Holy cow, that's a lot. Yes. <laughs> we're 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 four and a half years in and it feels wow. like that's a lot. <laughs> Within the Jewish tradition, your podcast would be an adult. <laughs> oh, it was never adult. Um anyway. <laughs> uh, I have done freelance editing and writing since twenty eleven. I have worked on for Third Eye, not only part-time gods, the first and second editions, but Ninja Crusade, the second edition, AMP since year one. And like a whole bunch of other stuff, like pit, the PIP system stuff I edit, plus our PIP primers. Oh, yeah. We played that. <laughs> I enjoyed the You PIP did. System. That's awesome. Yes. I played Mermaid Adventures. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, that was so much. That, that Last was, Mermaid Adventures and Infestation were the games that kind of spawned PIP becoming its own system. I've also done stuff for... Onyx Path and Gallant Night Games and just like a bunch of others. And you can wow. see what I have done at Carol Darnell, that's all one word, dot wordpress.com. I don't have my own domain name, but that's okay. <laughs> it is okay. That's still easy to find. <laughs> and I want to thank you for all for having me on today. Absolutely. We are thrilled that this worked out. So with all that out of the way, we are going to go ahead and actually just pass the floor right back to you, Carol, so that you can give us a quick introduction of Part-Time Gods, maybe just very briefly the kind of setting that we're looking at, and then we can jump right into playing from there. Okay, well, I will say that Part-Time Gods is a D10 system. It's the chakra system used Mm -hmm. also for Ninja Crusade. The setting is modern, but sideways. There are gods and, and, and what we call outsiders beings, mythical beings such as elves and centaurs and and ogres and stuff like that, also walking the earth. The thing about being a god is it's not a paid gig, and you are not (laughs) all-powerful nor all-omniscient. Dang. A little bit, uh, yeah, right? (laughs) 
You'd think it would come in the job description, but no. The very quick history is that the source created the gods, the old gods. The old gods got a bit jealous, as they want to do. Didn't want any more gods made. Decided that the source shouldn't be making the decisions. Locked her away. And because they didn't have anything better to do at the time, they fought themselves and nearly wiped each other out. As you want to, I guess. As, as they were certainly as want gods to do. do. <laughs> <laughs> the source eventually chipped away at, at the prison and started making beings such as the elves and the other mythological creatures who aren't so mythical. They tend to be do her bidding. bidding. She doesn't necessarily want to wipe out the gods, but outsiders are not necessarily against the gods, but they're not necessarily buddies. You can be the god of pretty much anything, but your spark doesn't wholly overtake your humanity. So it's a balancing act. You have mortal bonds, and then you have your godly responsibilities. So your characters are doing that particular balance dance. The the characters that you've chosen are a bartender and I believe a college student. I'm a philosophy major. (laughs) Of course you are. Yes. (laughs) So um, have another drink. (laughs) I would say that I can't. But I definitely can't. Uh, you just send it. You just open the door and, and, and ushered Andy through. It was inevitable. There's going to be a lot of philosophy jokes, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. I'm going to apologize for some of them up front. But not all of them. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. So that, that is pretty much for this setting. And, and I brought up your particular characters for a reason just i think briefly since you have seen the characters before the recording kind of give a little blurb what you think your character is like which do you want to go first? no you can go go first okay i am playing penelope rivera and she is the goddess of liquor she is a very social creature she basically is fed more than spoons, really. She's fed godly power by interacting with humans and basically having those touch points. She can do pretty much anything she wants as long as it involves liquor. Like, she can control how it affects people. She can control moving it through the air, like whatever, as long as it's got, you know, liquor, alcohol involved. (laughs) We're in good shape. She also can't get drunk. So that's exciting. Um, Or she can never get too drunk i can ignore (laughs) specific effects that i feel like it so she's she's definitely a very social creature very charismatic very much a face let's see what else about her i guess the other thing that i should talk about is that i have a sister named pilar i am very protective of her because well our 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 mom died and she was all we had and so somebody has to take care of her now and i dropped out of school and stuff but she's in school now like school didn't really work out with that godding thing for me so that's fine right, but like Buffy she's in school six. and i gotta make sure that she like you know goes forth and has a successful life that's the thing i work with a talent it's great <laughs> there's lots of drunk people <laughs> all the time so i am playing ashik dejani the god of love and his pronouns are he him the character art is amazing you should uh you should check out the character <laughs> art He's definitely got a satchel bag and his button up shirt is like halfway unbuttoned and he's looking like 
with like one eyebrow raised, like this really <laughs> sexy pose, like leaning against a wall. He's a he's the smoldering philosopher. He's a smolder. Oh, smolder. He's got the smolder. <laughs> but did they get the nose right? <laughs> I, I think the nose looks fine. <laughs> so he goes by Ash. What's really sad about him was he didn't realize about his godhood until he fell in love with apparently a very hot guy named Raphael. I mean, with a name like that. I mean, if you're going to fall in love with somebody named Raphael, <laughs> one would hope that he was smoking hot. And it was really scary for him. And he couldn't even tell Raphael that he loved him. He ran off to his dorm room. And that's where the ascendants taught him how to control the powers. And he had to break up with Raphael. He transferred to a new school. And he says that he's not allowed to feel love but he can help others feel love. Oh man, this is why he went into philosophy, isn't it? It's, yes. <laughs> philosophy is a great way to escape your own emotions. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. I know some philosophers who are very in touch with their own emotions, but yeah, I, <laughs> it doesn't say he's a philosophy major, but I definitely am taking that idea and running with it. I like I that embellishment. It. I really do. You mentioned the ascendancy. Ascendants are a theology, just like Phoenix Society is Penelope's, and they have certain outlooks on their the other theologies and on the world at large. So, and that that'll come through in in the characters. So, and the truth that you mentioned about your character about Penelope, a truth is something that is always true about your character. It can actually it's there for more than flavor. It can be, you know, used in the in the game. So that's another aspect of it. We'll get into other aspects of the game as they come up in the story. This is, like I said, a bit of a balancing act. So yes, Penelope has her sister and Ash, you know, his his friends, his cohorts, his fellow philosophy majors, <laughs> and and the art student hangers on. Yes. <laughs> Um, Sorry, am I I taking my own personal college experiences and extrapolating it? Yes. That's perfectly fine. Yes, you are. Let me tell you about (laughs) what your your pantheon, you and your other fellow gods who have banded together to control the territory in your town to to establish yourselves and and maintain your power. You all have recently dealt with uh, an influx of outsiders. Now, these aren't necessarily bad outsiders. Some of them have become your allies. They are elves. You helped them capture a rogue elf who is part of a house called the Purity. The Purity, well, let's just say that elf sacrifice is not off the table. One had committed a murder. You brought the murderer to the elves for justice. You do not know what has happened to said murderer. (laughs) You all don't really care. (laughs) Not our place. Not our place to dig on that one. That's fine. (laughs) So you cemented a bit of an alliance with these elves. You think that the whole purity thing is, you know, it's pretty much been taken care of. It's been weeks. There's been no new activity. You've been to the club that the elves own a couple of times. Not a whole lot. And you've been living your lives. What is the name of the club? I don't know. It's got to be. No, no. It's going to be something cool. Like, uh, does it have a name or Elf just on the shelf? <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hate Elf on the Shelf so much. <laughs> I forget what I what I named it. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I like on the shelf because it implies a liquor shelf, but well, oh. yes. What if it's just named on, on the, the shelf? shelf. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I can go with that. Penelope Plar is on vacation right now. And you guys have been hanging cool. out. She's allowed in the bar, but not allowed really to drink yet. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, she can have Sprite. Ash, you're being courted by a fellow student named Troy. You've been not cagey. You said yes once and then had to bail because, you know, there were killer elves on the loose. I mean, it's a problem. <laughs> so, but you couldn't quite tell Troy that. But yeah, Troy, Troy's been kind of hanging out and listening, to, paying attention to when you extemporate in the square. <laughs> <laughs> At my college, there was literally a table called the Philosopher's Table. Like in the cafeteria? No, no, no. Like it was just... outside. It was actually made out of stone and was in between buildings. Oh, oh. so you could just go sit there and just spout spout lore, basically? Yes. <laughs> but for some reason, it was made out of stone. <laughs> the Philosopher's uh. Stone, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm <fun>. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are, everything has gone back to normal-ish. As normal as it gets these days. Yeah, as normal as it gets for you all. It's probably four or five in the afternoon. Where, where are each of you? Four or five in the afternoon. I'm definitely at the Talon, wiping down the bar. It's not terribly busy. Yeah, it's, it's like early. Like there's a couple of regulars who, you know, mm-hmm. hang out or whatever. Basically just kind of getting ready for the evening rush. Feeling myself. Because <laughs> I have control of the playlist right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to set the mood. Ash has finished his last class of the day and is at the bar and has a highlighter in hand and is reading he's reading <laughs> Socrates in the original Greek. Okay. In the original <laughs> Of course you Greek. are. <laughs> yeah, no good. No dictionaries, no nothing. Okay. But there's a great big picture of Socrates on the front so everybody knows that it's a, <laughs> that it's oh, Socrates a philosophy book. They have to know it's important. Later I might work on my manuscript. <laughs> <laughs> So dur- during this very, very normal, very, you guys are, are just buried in, in your human sides right now, and it feels good. And then... Uh-oh. <laughs> Penelope, you're wiping down the bar, but suddenly there's a letter where the bar rag was in your hand. And instead of a highlighter, Ash, you are also holding a letter. Ah, I'm just getting to the good part. What do you do? Do you both look around and notice that you have new accoutrements or I'm I'm actually I'm gonna flip it over see if there's anything on the back and then I'm just gonna be like Ash I got a letter you want a drink come over here let's read the letter there is a wax seal but it doesn't have any kind of icon or mm-hmm. or seal that you are familiar with no I'm definitely not opening this is this a normal right occurrence <laughs> I'm gonna say no I mean, oh, okay. it's within the realm of possibility, but no. So very casually, I use a very fancy bookmark to slide into the book because I never dog ear the pages. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Important. But yeah. you'll highlight it. Well, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with my system. 
Okay. And will very casually slip it into his bag and then walk over and lean on the bar over where Penelope yeah. is. And Where I've already got, like, I've put two glasses out uh-huh. and I'm, like, pouring something across them, doing another thing, putting some garnish in them, <laughs> like swirling them the special way and then like garnishing them and then i just pass one over (laughs) (laughs) this this used to be my bar rag so yeah this was my expensive highlighter oh man the one i bought the one i bought when i was backpacking through europe Uh, with the refillable cartridges that i could only get special ordered from that one shop downtown What no one could see was the way in which you pushed your glasses up right then, which was truly genius. So I'm calling it out. <laughs> that was unconscious, but yes. <laughs> Have you gotten one of these before? This is this is new to me. No, this is new to me too, but like, I don't know. Wax seal, nice paper. Very nice paper. What are the odds this is not bad? I don't know. Cheers. Do the <laughs> shot first. Clink. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Down the hatch. <laughs> Ash, as usual, is impressed. Uh, because that's good. You, you're not sure what it is, and you, wow. you don't generally ask. Yeah, I'm thinking I might cool. call this one Ambrosia. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah? Feeling it? Yeah. I mean, it has that little bit of of um, taste of that specialty ouzo I drank, Sipuru. Right. It's It's only made in a certain part of Greece. <laughs> Ambrosia really conjures up the image of Olympus and the Greek gods. <laughs> gods. He does bunny ears around the word gods. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I think it's perfect. Cool. I think I was thinking I might I might see if I can get it on the menu, but um anyway, yeah. Should we uh should we pop this at the same time? We, like three, two, one, and then like Clicky. <laughs> <laughs> Not clicky, like, like, yeah, three, two, one, waxy. Both waxy. of you at the same time do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Why not? <laughs> you you open the envelopes in perfect sync, and there's a burst of glitter that that gets both of you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my glasses. If it, nice. if it, if it helps, awesome. Ash, Ash can sense that this is no ordinary glitter. It was probably also special ordered. This is not ordinary glitter. <laughs> this is great. I should figure out if I can make a drink that, like, when you drink it, does, like, a party thing at you. I like, love you that just... you're thinking this. <laughs> well, because if you could just contain, like, some champagne or something sparkly, like, if you could layer it right weight-wise with, like, other alcohol so you suddenly hit sparkles in the middle, <laughs> like an envelope, right? Cool. That's nice. Just marking that down for later. There is paper inside. <laughs> Let's read them. <laughs> Very fancy, fancy paper. Are you pulling the piece of paper out of the envelope? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. It says, you are cordially invited to attend, to attend the latest event thrown by Luciana Cortez, the goddess of parties. Be sure to wear a costume. And the date of the party is the next night. Both of you feel an urge to attend. Well, I mean, I love parties. And handily, I have tomorrow night off, which I was just going to hang out here anyway. But like, instead, I could go to somebody else's party. That's cool. What's Ash thinking? Where do I get a costume on this short of notice? 
I like what are, I like. What are you going to dress up as? Clever Socrates? costumes? No, oh. I never dress up. I never dress up in something obvious. Like, I think once Ash dressed up, probably as Descartes, but had like like a carriage, like on a what? Yeah, no, he was like a cart with like a sun. No, 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 no. He had a toy horse. <laughs> He had a toy horse that he was like strapped onto him like a baby carriage. And he's like, I'm putting the horse before the Descartes. That (laughs) sounds like something most of my friends do for Halloween. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So these aren't costumes you can repeat (laughs) and they take time to think about. Penelope usually, you know, her, her attitude is I brought myself. That's enough. But you also. It really kind of is. We could do a couple's costume. You feel as well, a, a, somewhat of a compulsion. Like, yeah, yeah, a little costume. You know, maybe nothing fancy, but yeah, I should dress up. I mean, I could just do mask, right? Like, just do a mask. Oh, 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 oh. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. Got one for you. Yeah. We should go as people from the ballroom in the labyrinth. Oh. Uh, okay, GM votes for that one. <laughs> Is that like Plato's The Cave? (laughs) Is that like what, Andy? Is that like Plato's The Cave? Where you see the Um, shadows and like, but it's not real until you get released from your prison and go outside and you realize that like there are things causing the shadows. And then you go back inside and you try to free your fellow prisoners and they're like, no, the shadows are real. Except it's a labyrinth. It is actually kind of like that. Like, specifically the ballroom part, but, like, I don't know, it just seemed fun. There's masks, right? And there's, like, lots of, like, I don't know, bright sparkles and people mingling and, like, you know, having fun and stuff. I don't know. It seems like this party could be kind of like that. So that seemed appropriate. I'm Googling ballroom (laughs) labyrinth to see what comes up. (laughs) To see what. So he Googles really quickly. (laughs) On his phone. (laughs) See, I think he sees David Bowie. Yes. From the labyrinth and goes, I could get into that. (laughs) I thought you might be able to. Penelope, you get a text. It's from Colt. And he's like, got a weird invite, covered in glitter. A little pissed (laughs) off, but I think I'm going to go. You? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to text him back like, totally, absolutely going. How could they possibly have a party without me? I bring the booze. And I bring the thunder. No, wait, no, I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll think of something. You know, some people write on their invites like BYOB. Like, or you could just invite me. (laughs) It's fine. I'll bring it. Mm -hmm. It's fine. I definitely text him back like, cool. And uh, like, hey, are you going to play? Like, are (gasps) you planning on playing something while you're there? You get back. Wasn't asked. Bringing my guitar just in case. I mean, that seems fair, but also, like, rude. (laughs) Why wouldn't you ask the god of music to provide music? Right? That's kind of like a... That would be like if she said, Penelope, don't bring alcohol. Or me, don't bring myself. Right, but she definitely invited you, and she invited me, so that means that I'm bringing alcohol. Cool. <clears throat> do you want another one of those um, ambrosia? Yeah, I do. Like, I can cheer. Okay, cool. You should <laughs> make up a big batch of that for the party. So Pilar comes up to you and goes, what's that? <laughs> Why is there glitter all over your bar? How old is Pilar? She's 19. Um, I don't know. I just got... <laughs> Somebody, like, glitter bombed us. 
don't That's know. That's rude. I'm, I was, I was, I was cleaning up. It's fine. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It should it's only like be used for revenge and not parties. I have a very strong feeling about glitter bombs. Uh huh. <laughs> revenge. Use she only. she looks at you like you're just a you're, you're her sister's really weird friend. I mean that's fair. She she just you kinda, are her sister's really weird friend. <laughs> she just kind of <laughs> tolerates you <laughs> in like the hot way or in like. <laughs> well, I mean, she's got eyes, but still, you the 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 attitude <laughs> the the attitude eyes. kind of filters what she sees when you're not talking. <laughs> right, that's fair. Also, I feel like Penelope at one point made me promise never. Right, don't to touch touch Pilar. my sister, or we will not be. Is cool. she allowed to touch me? Oh dear, um, <laughs> I, I think that was a condition of entering the pantheon. <laughs> yeah, the condition of entering the pantheon is you don't touch my sister, particularly you and Colt. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately for you, Pen, she does think Colt's really hot because <laughs> Rockstar. Oh, no. <laughs> but he is. Oh, they're so fake. older enough that he's like, mm, no. <laughs> Thank goodness. He's just like, yeah, mm, no. <laughs> he sounds like the decent kind of rock star. You guys get together, and and Colt, his costume is Lucifer. <laughs> he's cold he should go as blucifer yeah you know <laughs> so so yeah so he's with with the little hoops that he has yes. to take off so that he can have fingers again and oh and God. of course Sorry. the the really funny thing about cold is that his aspect is uh rather angelic so he he can manifest i believe he manifests angel's wings he, he loves the idea of going as that, so yeah. <laughs> Glowing red eyes. Oh, yeah. Blue horse. I will put a picture of Blucifer, because <laughs> people haven't been to Denver. Not, not everyone has flown into Denver and, and, and been assaulted by the vision of Blucifer as they enter the city. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have, actually. Hello all, Andy the editor here. Just wanted to tell you that Blucifer is actually the Blue Mustang. It is a fiberglass sculpture that is located outside the Denver International Airport. It is not haunted. It is definitely not evil, even though it does have glowing red eyes, and it also killed its creator, Luis Jimenez. It is very creepy, though. Your other two Pantheon members cannot... They did not get envelopes. Oh, well. Rude. Vengeance. Dogs. Come on. Hang in with dogs at parties. Party, party. <laughs> it's the new movement. Uh, <laughs> why don't you join me? No? Who's that? It's the the double taps. No. <laughs> Oh, them, they're too mainstream for me. Of course. <laughs> I listened to them before they got big, but now they're just like <laughs> people who are super happy in their own lives and like make money at what they love doing. It's ugh. And the hits keep coming. So. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, double clicks. Please don't sue me. <laughs> the next evening, you all are costumed up. A couple people look at the horse and go, because <laughs> <laughs> they're outside. So wh where you arrive actually is an old, dirty, abandoned building. 
This is how you throw a party. Quick question. Does anyone have weapons? I have my flask. I mean, I don't know if you consider that a weapon or not. It's kind of gotten me through some things. Anything that is traditionally considered a weapon. Dagger, gun, philosophy book in certain hands. (laughs) (laughs) Do they make me give up my philosophy book? I always bring a book to the... I always bring a book to the party. Of course. Just in case it's lame. No, no. (laughs) When you go inside, first of all, there is a a man at the door. He offers to take your coats. And he does look at both of you and say, there is no hostile physical action that may occur inside. You, of course, may trade harsh words. It's encouraged, but not physical violence. Wow. Okay. Uh, I mean... (laughs) I get I get that you want us to be like half Machiavellian, but I really don't lean that way. I really don't care. <laughs> oh, I see. You you went to a state school, didn't you? Oh god. <laughs> Colt Ouch oh. kind of bumps you ahead of him and hands him his very expensive coat and says don't worry, we're well armed with our wit. And he kind of gives a look to you. And, <laughs> and the man just kind of arches an eyebrow and goes, indeed, have a lovely evening. And yet they didn't invite Adrian. Like, vengeance can ruin a party. Let's just go in and see what they want. I'm not trusting this very much. This is pretty weird. <sighs> to be entirely honest, I usually get invited to parties, but, like, this is a weird one. I mean, I get invited to parties, but I never go. <laughs> I know when he's you're looking, here. He's looking at the... <laughs> Colt's looking at the horse thing on you going, really? Just really? Oh, I don't... No, no. I'm dressed up as <sighs> David Bowie no, from David the Labyrinth. David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's right. So you changed your costume. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I actually might found... Be but anyway. I Googled and I found a costume and I sent it to send them. Like, this is this is how I look. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a super, like... <laughs> It is a uh, it is <laughs> anyway. a very cheap rendition. Of yes, the that is the outfit. correct. A cheap uh, rendition. It is okay. definitely a cheap rendition. Well, when you step past the foyer, there is a huge, lavish setting decorated in gold, and it's full of partygoers, Ooh. including several elves. Some of them you you've seen. The, the lead elf, he is not there. Okay. But you have seen other el- other elves that were at the club are here. But you also see many other creatures. Some are fairly big and gnarly. A couple of ogres. A few gorgons. They're there. Other people who look normal, but may not be. And they're being private about it. How much of this do you think is costume? And how much of it do you think are people who didn't bother getting a costume? Well, I think there's definitely a lot of people wearing costumes that don't actually cover what they actually are underneath. Did you see there's an elf dressed up like Orlando Bloom from Lord of the Rings? <laughs> I totally did not. That's amazing. Oh, my God. That I is... didn't know they were getting into pop culture. <laughs> he could have just raided his closet. That's cold. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen Lord of the Rings, but 
Oh, but you still recognize. Oh, bullshit. Her. Well, we sure went. you didn't. I, sure you didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Well, okay. I'm. I'm so. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Um, I. I. What's the? Uh, is this PG thirteen? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I was about to say. I'm glad I, the I elf isn't in there because I have definitely. I definitely conquested him, and it didn't end wow. well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. How are you all approaching? Do you mingle? Is there food? Oh, yeah. And then I'm assuming there's also like a drink bar? Yes. Drinks first. There is a sign uh, in gold lettering on a dark velvet hanging over a canvas that says open bar. Oh. (laughs) I mean, yes. Yeah, we start with drinks to yeah, kind of get the lay of the land. Right. right. Is there someone serving drinks or is it like get your own? There are a couple of, of bartenders there. They are, awesome. they look like they are elves. Awesome. I want to go up. I'm going to start instructing them on how to make ambrosia. And when they get it wrong, we're just going to have to keep doing it till they get it right. Well, about that. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> the first one you approach gives you this um, who uh, who actually are you look and says, I think we have the drinks under control, ma'am. Oh, bro, bro, bro. Come here. Come here. No. <laughs> All right. Then I expect an ambush. Are you going to try to pers- <laughs> persuade them? I'm going to tell them to make me an ambrosia and see if they get it right. No, bro, don't. Come on, bro. (laughs) Think really hard about who this chick is. Your concern for this guy is admirable. (laughs) Well, Um, concern slash flirtation. So, Penelope, Mm -hmm. you take a sip. Mm -hmm. You feel compelled to spit it out because it tastes like gasoline to you. Oh, absolutely. I will immediately spit out all over the bar. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. So so he looks like he's totally affronted, but since this wasn't technically an act of violence, he merely glowers at you with the stare of someone who is quite a bit older and quite done with this shit. <laughs> oh, how could you how how could you do that to good alcohol? I don't even understand. That's terrible. Oh. His friend comes over. The other bartender comes over. I'm so sorry, and and he's he's wiping away everything, and, and he's like, "What did you want?" And, and he's shooing his friend uh, away. <laughs> Brah, come here. And and Ash like <laughs> leans in towards him and was like, "Look, I appreciate what you're doing. You and your friend are doing a great job, and you will get a really big tip. But I just think you should know that this is Penelope." You know who that is. That right? actually gets some re- name recognition there. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe let her mix her own drink. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I really can't do that, but um, ma'am, if you just tell me what tell me what you want, I, I can do that. Okay. Are you ready? Because it's sort of complicated. I I, I, I got it. Just, okay. just go ahead you and You need tell to me. make three of them, please. We will need three of those glasses over there. And then I want you to grab this liquor, that one, this one, and the Chateau Noble. Very rare. (laughs) 
I see I see there's several bottles down there, so we should be in good shape. Ash can feel Colt rolling his eyes. <laughs> no, 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 Colt, Colt, trust me. Trust oh, me. No, no, no. Tried when, it when, when, it's great. When Ash okay. said very rare, yeah, oh, okay. you can oh, feel yeah. Colt rolling his eyes. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm gonna give them i I'm gonna give him very detailed instructions in how to make this extremely complicated drink that I just invented today. <laughs> He, he has four successes on this. Oh, wow. So it is as good as it can be without being you. Okay. Yes. Good. Who I directly will... touch the bottles. Yes. Because it's always better <laughs> when I directly touch the bottles, really. Yes. Because it always comes out perfectly when I do it. But for somebody else doing it on the first try, yeah. only with your instruction? Impressive. Damn good. Impressive. I am Very. impressed. I am impressed. Cheers to you, my friend. We will knock these back in your honor. You should try one of them later. They're really good. Trust me. Got you. I Clink. will. It does, it does Clink. <laughs> <laughs> So I would like to take a deeper look at who is here. Excellent. Under the guise of waiting for a, another drink to be made. So you see lots of people have chosen pop culture references. You see uh, a Gorgon who is dressed as Batgirl. <laughs> Which Batgirl? No, I'm not. No. <laughs> the Batgirl. Ah. <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> there is another woman dressed as a non-slave outfit Leia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think more Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she is making eyes at Colt, but at the same time, she seems to be it. Of a wallflower. Hmm. So, and, but he does seem, he does seem to, he looks at her and he nods like he knows her. You see someone who is dressed as Indiana Jones. Well done. You see someone who's just wearing a name tag. <laughs> does the name tag just say God? <laughs> it does, as a matter of fact. <laughs> It, it does indeed. And you see someone dressed as Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Uh, he is making eyes at Ash. He he lifts, uh, takes off the mask, actually, for a few minutes and is trying to get Ash's attention, but being a bit coy. And then there is someone who is dressed as just Sexy Cat. Obviously. So you can go and I mean, there's a, a bunch of other people there, too, but they kind of stand out. Right. Can I call upon a curse? To add a Pantheon die, which I assume we'll need at some point. <laughs> uh, mm, how exactly are you going to do this? So I have a curse called Overcome with Emotion. Gain one Pantheon die of Ashes. Dominion of Love surges through an extra in the scene, causing difficulties or issues. I actually want to be like, you know, if that girl over there who's making eyes at Cole, if she just had a little bit more confidence... She could totally rock his world. Oh, God. Yeah. And so I want to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I want to kind of give her like a false confidence to come and uh, chat cold up. It has to cause difficulty or issues, which I will maybe leave to you, the GM. You're not trying to put an emotion in her. You're trying just to enhance. Yes. What... Okay. Like, I obviously okay. see that she's very shy. But I, I got. I, I the usually shyness. am the one who's like, you know, dangling the curses in front of my players. I rarely get one going, <laughs> "Oh, please let me." But uh, thank you. Um, 
<laughs> we, we played a lot of fate, too. <laughs> yeah. For the audience, gods have blessings and curses based on many things, including their pantheon. A pantheon die is if you have a critical fail or if you do something that causes a complication, it can be banked for later potential saving of the group or yourself. It works in the mechanic sense as the rest of the pantheon, the rest of the players need to agree that you can use it. But yeah, so things like critical failure or curse can let you get a pantheon die for later. I, I will allow it. Yeah. That ambrosia. I mean, you, you, it's good that, stuff. That, that stuff is good. It packs and a kick. You, you know what would be great? <laughs> You're thinking so much of, you know, Colt's been a little cranky lately, yeah. and she seems to really be smitten, and maybe they should get together, yeah. and you see her, <laughs> although she is standing, not exactly against a wall, but uh, alone at one of the tables, you see her shoulders straighten, and she te- takes a deep breath, and she gets this determined look on her face, and uh, <laughs> she walks towards Colt, who has been mingling, so I'm not going to spend five minutes talking to myself. You can you witness her striding up to him with this with this confidence, and he actually does one of those look around like what me for just a second. Even though he's a rock star, you know he <laughs> he's a, you guys are in a room full of attractive. You, you feel yeah, not just stuff. that, but yeah, yeah, outsiders and other gods. I mean, you recognize people from other pantheons. Not that you all have talked much, but you know a couple of other people from other pantheons. You know, just, it's not exactly a homely crowd or even one that's, you know, even even the ones like the Gorgon. She's striking, even with the, the snakes. The snakes seem to be, like, moving in some kind of harmonious motion that is entrancing and beautiful. Oh, I made that mistake once. Nah. <laughs> Gorgon's all... Uh, she walks up to Colt, and they they talk for a moment, and he actually takes her arm. They walk onto the dance floor, and and he disappears with her for a couple of dances. Then, however, you know, it, it seems to be going well up until the point where she gets very um, creatively close with her dancing, let's call it. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> she, she takes off the, the hooves, the, 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 ho- the, the hoof gloves from his costume <laughs> and tries to put his hands somewhere yep. not appropriate for this level of a party dance floor. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh, Penelope? He pulls away and she starts to get very uh, loud. Uh-oh. Not, not like he's, no, no, she's not, she's not turning it around going, you know, you touched me, blah, blah, blah. She's like, but we're meant for each other. And, and she runs up on him and effectively, you know, just kind of, spider latches herself on him and he's just like oh wait no <laughs> uh penelope i um i'm gonna walk up with and hand ash another drink and say what uh, did you do <laughs> very little actually but uh maybe we should a little, a little bit yeah um, it's, it's causing a bit of consternation he he eventually kind of pushes her off gently like you can tell he's not He's trying to not hurt her because of this. And, and, and some other people are kind of pulling her away gently. Some Someone is, like, helping uh, Colt up off the floor. 
He's brushing himself off. Someone hands him his his hoof glove. <laughs> oh man! But uh, there are quite a few beings who are looking at both of them and kind of snickering. Step back and be mechanical for a moment. The conditions that you can suffer in this game are more than physical. Mm-hmm. There is social combat. Hmm. Though this was inadvertent, they both now have the embarrassed condition. Ah. And, and you can tell he's embarrassed. Like, once the, 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 the flush of confidence and other feelings pass, she breaks down. She is just devastated and feels, you can tell she feels so humiliated. And you overhear someone going, well, aren't they from the same theology? Is this some kind of power play gone wrong? So, yeah, you maybe get that they're both from the Order of Meshkinet. And a display like this is rather harmful to them socially. Oops. (laughs) More so actually for her than for Colt, because he can probably spin it like, oh, well, you know, groupie. Mm -hmm. But if he does that, He's hurting her more, so he's in a bad position, too. The kerfuffle tends to die down rather quickly because, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like it's this, this surge that counters your surge of, okay, everybody, let's just have fun. And that even passes through you, even though you feel, well, whatever you're feeling for the woman dressed as Leia and for your pantheon mate cult. Um, so, Ash, I take the drink back out of your hand. Maybe you should go chat with Colt for a second. Uh, uh, no. No? Thank you. Well, he is coming back to the bar, and he looks rather displeased. Okay, well, I'm gonna go chat with (laughs) Leia. Oh, yeah. Do that. (laughs) Do that. Uh, I got, uh, yeah. So, you got this? Yeah, when he's almost to the bar, you can just hear him snarling, Ash. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. I'm going to go talk to Leia. Bye. <laughs> Bro, I didn't realize she was one of those. Can you please keep your feelings out of everyone else's pants? <laughs> I, I mean, mostly I just was like, you've been so tense recently. And I thought like, you know, I, I she is a sister in my order. I didn't know that. Is that like not allowed? Is it like, wait, when you say sister. It's allowed, it's allowed. It's not not that kind of sister. Okay. Just, <sighs> there's a method to engaging with each other if you are in the same. There's, there's a process, Ash. And I have noticed her, and we have been talking. It's just that she's shy. Well, I was... Kind of hoping you'd do more than talking, but less than whatever was on the dance floor. Just my bad. My bad. Look, everyone has hits and it's okay. It's okay. Forgiven. We'll be all right. It's just, uh, I need to lay low now for a minute. And, uh, wait, why is Penelope going to talk to Willow? (laughs) I'll be right back. No, no. (laughs) Penelope. um... Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> I, I think Penelope's just going to check on her and make sure she's okay. Uh, and see if there are any remnants of my little surge. I'm, like, dancing my way with a drink in each hand across the dance floor, like, yeah. 
<laughs> you start an inadvertent conga line. I do, yes. <laughs> yeah. But like then I swerve off and like they keep going. I'm like, you guys rock. Oh yeah. They they Yeah. They definitely Woo. keep going. You you just you just got the party started. You That's know, all. it's one of my things. I am the life of the party. Just saying. Colt's like, okay, look, I need a minute. I'm just gonna go sit over here, get a drink, pull myself together. It's okay, Ash. We'll we'll be okay. Try to hold on to it, okay? Sorry. He he goes and gets a drink. And yeah. He he waves it off. He waves it off. He's like, we can talk later. So he kind of goes off. I'm going to sit down next to Leia. Willow? Leia. <laughs> I'm just calling her Leia because she looks like Leia right now. You want a drink? I don't know if I should have one. I mean, I I just, that's. I don't normally do that. It's okay. Like, sometimes, you know, it's a party. All our emotions are really high. Like, stuff happens. It's like, it's going to be okay. I don't know. Try, try a sip of it. I, I invented it earlier today, and I think it's really good. And I think maybe it will just help you, like, calm down a little bit because it looks like, you know, you've got some, a lot of emotions happening and, like, just take a breath, take a drink. She she takes a couple of deep breaths and she she takes a sip and she's like, oh, wow, this is really good. I know, right? I'm really pleased with this one. I think I'm going to call it Ambrosia. I taught them how to make it up at the bar. Good so name. If you need any more of them, like, just ask. That's like a super good name. Yeah, right? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm Willow, by the way. Penelope, it's nice to meet you. Hand shake. <laughs> oh, yeah, she, she, she shakes your hand. I just, I just don't know how this happened. I mean, I wanted to talk to him. I was kind of hoping he'd come over and talk. I just, I don't normally do that. I, I don't normally initiate. You know what? Sometimes I hope we forget. Sometimes it's good to find your confidence. It's okay. Like it's a, it's a thing you have to practice, right? Like, like anything else, you, you practice being confident, and then you get better at being confident. So, like this initial attempt at being confident didn't quite play out the way that you expected it to, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. I thought I was Jessica Rabbit, and I ended up like that Warner Brothers lady who goes a man and hops on him. <laughs> wow, um, <laughs> not a reference I thought would be made, but. <laughs> Oh, honey, I'm kind of old. I love that. No, I, I... I know exactly. I'm trying to figure out what to say in response to, to her saying that, but that was very funny. Um, Thank you. Honestly, it's happened to the best of us. Like, not everybody's going to be their perfect selves all the time. It's okay. It really, it's okay. I, I just hope he can forgive me. I think he'll forgive you. I'm going to send a very pointed look across the room at Ash. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, hey, but Andy, you got the Pantheon die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was the point. It's just, it is just the kind of look that Penelope knows something happened here. So you're, you're very nice, Penelope, and you're very, very good at making drinks. Yeah, you know what? Do you, do you want mine too? I can just go get another one. It's fine. I, I I think maybe I'll stick to this one, but it is amazing, by the way. I mean, just seriously, yeah. I'm super <laughs> glad. I'm gonna like help her, like kind of just make sure that her costume is all together and perfect again, and then like give her- you you kind of help her because her hair, yeah, that, her, that, that like, one braid yep, that was like around stuff her, got, it got yeah, all messed up. So, 
Yeah. You help her fix her hair and everything. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And then I'm just going to like clink glasses with her and then like head back into the dance floor swirl. She's much calmer when you leave and, and actually somewhat happy. You feel accomplished. So every, every after that kerfuffle, <laughs> uh, everyone's having fun. Uh-huh. You start to feel rather uneasy. Hmm. And that sense of unease seems to settle over the room. It's not any one thing. Your wig starts to itch. Did you do a wig? Uh, I did. Did Ash do a wig? <laughs> I don't have that much hair. <laughs> you gotta have the Goblin King hair. It just doesn't work. <laughs> so, so, the, so the wig starts to itch, and dresses start to feel a little tight, as do shoes. Some of the men loosen their ties. It starts to feel kind of a little uncomfortably warm in the room. I put my mask up on my head instead of on my face. Yeah, there's a, you've got a little bit of uh, sweat yeah. that, that's uh, under your eyes. And you, you put up, I mean, but, but slowly it starts, I mean, people don't leave. It starts to become the new normal. And in comes a tall, blonde woman dressed as the evil queen from Snow White, and she strolls in, taking hors d'oeuvres off of other people's plates, grabbing champagne from others' flutes and handing it back. Someone says, Ah, shit, it's Cherie. That name means something to you. Cherie was the goddess of comforting unease. She is who the elf who was making sacrifices mm-hmm. seemed to be working with. Now you never you you never met her before, mm. but you know the you know the name. And yes, I did say the goddess of comforting unease. She is throwing her aura all around this room. I'm guessing at some point we we questioned why someone would make sacrifices to her. Because that seems to make people uneasy slash dead. The the elves were very grateful that you captured their traitor. Quite quite very grateful, actually, like monetarily grateful even. Ooh. And for you two, that was that was good. Colt tried to refuse the money at first, but you two were like, "Yeah, dude, you don't need it. We do. We'll take your share." Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yep. They they were very adamant however that they would be taking care of this interesting do i do we do either of us recognize any of the elves that are at this party yeah and they're looking uneasy themselves mm-hmm. and not as comfort comforted by it when they hear the name sheree oh. yeah uh, they as, as a matter of fact a couple of them make eye contact with you all and kind of nod at her like she's trouble oh boy We hope you enjoyed episode 123 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, you can give us a five-star rating and review on whatever podcatcher you like. If you like the game Part-Time Gods and want to check it out and buy it, that's at thirdeyegames.net. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Music, merch, and tour dates online. KieranStrange.com or on Twitter at Kieran Strange.
If you like She's a Super Geek, you will love other misdirected Mark shows like Bonus Experience. Ray and Monica are two old friends exploring gameplay and design through the lens of diversity, while also sharing some of the dumbest humor gaming has to offer. My favorite thing about Bonus Experience is that their catchphrase is, Die mad about it! Be sure to join us on SassGeek for the conclusion of our part-time gods in two weeks. Defenses, I'm ready.